Hello there, you're listening to Manufacturing Tomorrow, brought to you by the Ohio Manufacturing Institute at The Ohio State University. I'm Katherine Kelly, your host. Today, we are speaking with Donnie Wells, president of Taylor Winfield Technologies, a leader in the design and manufacture of material joining equipment and systems. With over 135 years of continuous operation, this Youngstown, Ohio-based company produces parts joining, welding, processing, and automated assembly for a diverse set of industries. In addition to his helmanship at Taylor Winfield, Donnie runs a startup focused on coaching and business consulting. He also served in several roles as vice president and general manager at InPro Industries, which produces sealing, advanced surface, and engineering materials for semiconductor and other technology-abled industries. He began his career as a product design engineer for Dana Corporation. Donnie earned a bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering from the University of Oklahoma and an MBA at Letourneau University. Donnie, welcome to the show. Thanks, Catherine. Happy to speak with you today. With a 135-year track record, I'm, I'm assuming there have been a lot of notable milestones at Taylor Winfield. Could you mention a few of those? Well, I think the key that you just mentioned is 135 years. So I could spend a long time talking about all of the achievements that the company has garnered over that long tenure. Probably the, the biggest issues is just keeping the company in a place where it stays relevant. Obviously, the company survived through the ups and downs of World War I, the Great Depression. Then it moved through World War II. And later on in the discussion, we're going to talk about Industry 4.0, but Taylor Winfield has been around through Industry 1.0, 2.0, and 3.0. And technologically speaking, just staying relevant and current through each of those major events in its company history, all the while being owned privately um, through two different families over its 130-year history. It's quite remarkable. That's incredible. Um... Let's, since you, you mentioned it, let's, let's talk about uh, how the company has adapted to Industry 4.0. Um, have there been any hiccups along the way? I mean, have, uh, have you had some pressing technical resource needs uh, as you move forward? Well, there's always challenges. I, I often talk to my team members at work that, um, hey, we, we face a challenge today. And we're going to solve it and we're going to feel good but just know that there'll be a, a new challenge that pops up so in the world of commerce there's always challenges and so i i don't live in a world where i think that we're going to solve all the challenges and be trouble free um, as a, as i look at the business today one of the challenges that we have is similar to a lot of manufacturers across the world and it really comes down to a math problem we have i'll just say to keep it simple we have two we have two talented team members that are retiring from the business and we have one team member that's entering into the business. So the world is retiring more people than are entering into the manufacturing sector. And that math problem is real, not only for Taylor Winfield, but for all uh, companies across the world right now. Yes, that is definitely an issue. Um, and so in terms of your industry, what types of technologies do you predict are going to take hold in the next five to 10 years that you you think that the, the company will be involved in? Well, as you mentioned earlier, Taylor Winfield Technologies is really, we have two business streams. 
um, one of our business streams, which really is the future of the company, is where we use robotics and integrate robots with welding technologies and end of arm tooling so that we can walk into factories that are facing a labor shortage and we can automate elements of that factory. It's not really a situation where we're trying to replace direct labor. We're just trying to keep our customers afloat with um, using needing less people to do more work just because of that math problem that I mentioned previously. So as that unfolds, obviously, when you take a robot, uh, we're robot agnostic. We work with all the major robot manufacturers. So we purchase robots and then we deliver custom integration solutions for our customers. So when we, when we purchase the hardware and then we design that custom manufacturing cell and then we take it through a factory acceptance test and then eventually take it to a customer side acceptance test, the, the challenges at this point are making sure that the, I'm gonna call it the, the connectivity of that work cell matched with the connectivity of that customer factory and then number three is connectivity associated with Taylor Winfield being able to remotely diagnose challenges as we debug the system. Because as I mentioned earlier, we don't have enough people to park at customer sites indefinitely to help them learn how to use the technology. So maintenance technicians within, uh, within our customer base, they have to learn and stay current with technology associated with robotics and sophisticated hardware and software working together. And then they also have to be able to communicate live and in person with live and not in person, but in person via like a team chat or a zoom call with our um, experts in Youngstown, Ohio to diagnose problems and work through issues. So with what I just mentioned, there are a host of challenges that we can go through uh, part by part as time allows in the show. But what I just mentioned is real and it's something that Taylor Winfield and other robotic integrators face daily, weekly, and I don't anticipate that it will never end. Is there anything that's exciting you coming that you can see coming down the horizon? I think that the exciting thing for me is when I look at growth nodes and growth opportunities for Taylor Winfield and I see the advancements um, that are coming out with robotics and then the ability to integrate a robot with software packages, weld controls, and then take that blend it with the engineering resources we have mechanically, electrically, and software at Taylor Winfield. I, I think the most exciting thing for me is I don't see a place where it would end. I think that it's going to, the runway for automation and integrating welding with automation solutions is, is endless. The world's always gonna need steel and the world's gonna need a way to, to weld metallic components together and as i mentioned earlier having fewer people to do that type of work is going to press a demand field for automation beyond what we could ever imagine i think you might be correct about that one um i have to make a note i don't normally um look at uh at someone's linkedin profile and and see a quote that i want to explore but yours is the first um you know what do you mean by i believe that together we all win 
Well, that's really a blend of my personal faith and also my belief in the talented human beings that I work with. So in the world of commerce today, the, the number of challenges that businesses face are so complicated and they change so rapidly that my belief system is that every human being in our business has amazing capacity to adapt and to figure out problems together and work together to make not only the company stronger, but our customers stronger, our suppliers stronger. So I don't really see the world as an individualistic world where one person is smarter or better than another. I see a world where God put amazing human beings on the earth. We have different roles that we play on the team, but each role is important. Each voice is equal. And it's really a, a belief system that I have that people matter. People are significant. And when I put that on my LinkedIn post, it's something that I have deep conviction for because I truly care for people. Well, and I, I think even when you have been talking about the uh, about new technologies and, and technological milestones, that um, it it seems as if you're you're also focused on the people part of that. And uh, so, in in terms of that, I mean, and and the culture, I mean, how do you embody that at uh, Taylor Winfield? Well, I. Th- probably the most succinct way to answer that is to uh, my actions need to back my words and my belief system. So if I'm in the middle of something at work and someone comes into my office, just, you know, it's an open door policy and I listen to them regardless of the uniform they put on at work, whether it's business, casual, whether it's a blue uniform or a white uniform. And I, I think it's important that myself and all of my leaders always listen to ideas, listen to what I'll call constructive criticism and create an environment where anyone can bring a problem and also bring a mistake that's happened in the business. And if we have this this idea of celebrate failure as a teacher, I think that it can create an amazing space for the business and it'll help us solve problems faster. And we, we talked about this before in a previous conversation. Um, what steps do you take to build a continuous improvement culture in the company? Well, again, like I've mentioned before, actions speak louder than words. And continuous improvement in the world of lean manufacturing, just-in-time, um, those, those are buzzwords. But ultimately, when a team member sees a problem, what my expectation is is that they own that problem until it's solved now they may not have the capacity or the capability to solve that problem but if they see it they own it until someone in the business that can solve it does solve it and when you're a little kid growing up you you play this game called the hot potato game so if if your listeners can think about problems like that Uh, How often do we see the hot potato game being played with problems? Person A sees a problem and they just bounce it to to person B to person C. And ultimately, uh, a lot of time and money is wasted uh, by people passing a problem forward. And from a continuous improvement mindset, I like to keep it very simple. If you see a problem, solve it. And if we need to have a Kaizen event, if we need to have a 5S event, if we need to get a few group of a few small groups of people together to solve it, then let's do it. And that ultimately is what I believe is at the very foundation of continuous improvement. If you get rid of all the buzzwords, having people that are close to the problem, 
owning the problem and solving it and don't try and be an elephant hunter don't try and make the problem completely go away it may become insurmountable if that's the case just look for an incremental win gain some momentum and enjoy the journey sounds logical to me um you mentioned uh uh, that you're not experiencing issues in recruiting workers to the company. Uh, what is the secret sauce, and I think you've alluded to this, uh, to hiring and retaining workers? Well, I don't, I don't want to diminish the challenge that manufacturers face overall. Um, it's my view that Taylor Winfield Technologies has not really experienced insurmountable challenges associated with recruiting, recruiting because we, we have a culture that new team members can see when they go through the interview process, when they start with the company, if they can be patient and learn the culture of the company over, let's say 12 weeks, I don't feel that there's a strong issue with retention because when you step into Taylor Winfield and you work with your team members and you work with your supervisor, you very quickly see that your voice is gonna be heard, you're gonna be respected, um, you obviously uh, could go work somewhere else and make more money, but the, the, the current culture within the workforce is obviously we need to make money, but often what drives job satisfaction is the relationship we have with our immediate supervisor and the culture that we have with the company. And so I, I feel like Taylor Winfield, we're not perfect, but we are moving in great strides towards having a great culture. When people see that, whether you've been with the company for 30 years or three weeks, I think it's something that people are attracted to and they're willing to work with it and stick with it. You've mentioned other manufacturers. I mean, what do you think other manufacturers could do to uh, better support their employees? On the culture side, what I would encourage all manufacturers to do is develop your supervisors, help them understand that the days of telling someone what to do and then blindly following that, those days are over. Um, employees entering the workforce today, they will leave in half a minute if they get a sense that their supervisor isn't going to care about them. And they, this generation, the 20-somethings entering the workforce, they've been brought up with different values than the workforce that is retiring. And I would say other manufacturers, if they would just wake up and see that developing a great culture, developing your first-line supervisors, helping them understand better ways to listen to people and kind of shed the old ways of, well, you do what I say, um, instead ask the question, how can we work on this together? How can we solve this problem together? What ideas do you have? And the, the traditional command and control as I said, those days are over. So if you can reshape the question as a supervisor to what ideas do you have to solve this problem? And even better yet, when the employee sees a problem, they go solve it and they feel like it's okay if they try something, even if it doesn't work, if there's a mistake that's made, as long as people are safe and they're not being injured physically or emotionally, then that's a great learning event. So culturally celebrate this idea of solving a problem at the lowest possible level. And then what I'll also talk about next is the benefit package. I think that the remote work that has been highlighted through the pandemic, I think that's shown companies that you can be wildly productive with 
many positions and they don't need to come into a traditional uh, roof and mortar building. They can work remotely, they can connect uh, via Zoom or Microsoft Teams or a host of other technologies. Um, so the traditional, okay, I'm an, I'm an employee, I'm gonna go work for company A and I get two weeks of vacation and or three weeks of vacation. That's a very old traditional view. You mentioned earlier in my experience, I worked for InPro Industries. They had a very innovative take what you need vacation policy. And I thought that was cutting edge. I think that is an exam, a good example of staying current and relevant with the current needs of the business. Yeah, I think that's, I think you, uh, th that's sound advice. Um, what's next for Taylor Winfield? Well, I often tell our team members that the future is now. Uh, when we walk out, if, if I were to go out into the shop floor today, you would see, you would see numerous robots that are being that are being fashioned and put together with with tooling and fixtures and software, uh, welding components for the electrified uh, automotive industry. You would see technology that's being put out there for steel mill lines that are being built across the United States. You would see industry 4.0 become alive um, every day at Taylor Winfield because we have to in order to stay relevant. So what's next for Taylor Winfield is to keep perfecting what we're doing today, turn that revenue into better leverage, better margin, and continue to find customers that are interested in what we can offer them. And lastly, find ways to exceed their expectations and do that on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly basis. And I think Taylor Winfield will be positioned nicely uh, for the next 5, 10, 20 years. I think that recipe of listening to the customer, exceeding their expectations, and finding just the right customer that appreciates what Taylor Winfield Technologies can offer and doing that, that working through that value proposition consistently that will prove very good for Taylor Winfield for decades forward. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Donnie, for coming on the show. Next time I'm in the Youngstown area, I would greatly enjoy visiting your firm. Well, I appreciate the time to visit with you and your listeners today, and it was a pleasure talking to you.